Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, hello, I am Matt Williamson. Another week here coming at you. It's July 3rd. I hope everyone has a fun July 4th planned. Looks like weather in the Berg might not be great. Uh, we are planning on being on a boat looking up at uh, Point, you know, down down at the Point, checking out fireworks tomorrow. But I will have a podcast for you tomorrow as well. I think you're going to enjoy today's. And for those of you that haven't been following the show for months and months now, shame on you, but welcome. Um, I did this with George Pickens probably a month ago, maybe longer, and it's Matt Harmon's reception perception. If you're not familiar, I'll just kind of you know give you a quick feedback of what he does on that site. It is a pay site, so this is something that I you know had to pay for. But Deontay Johnson's just came out today. And this time of year, Matt goes by age, started with the young guys, Pickens, Alave, Garrett Wilson, Dotson, et cetera, and has now gotten to some of these established veterans. And he's putting out, you know, a, a scouting report, his his write-up on every top receiver in the league. And he'll end up doing, I don't know, 70, 80 of them when it's all said and done. Um, and the Johnson one is really, really good. And I think it's going to change your opinion on Johnson for the better. We're going to read through it. We're going to talk through it. I'll add my nuggets in and out as we often do. But what Matt does is he doesn't watch every snap, but he watches a very high portion of them, does it year after year, charts their success rate, you know, versus man, versus zone, versus press, you know, how they are as a route runner, what routes are being asked to run. So he's been a big Deontay Johnson fan since the beginning because and i agree with them wholeheartedly route runners translate to the nfl you know big strong guys don't always you know speed merchants only don't always route runners translate to the nfl and johnson's a supreme route runner been telling you this for a long time but this just backs it up further um so here we go i'm going to read much of this and you'll know when i try to chime in with my own things deontay johnson is one of the more underrated receivers in the nfl that's just how matt starts it off and boom he gets a ton of flack from some of you by the way some of it he deserves for the boneheaded mistakes he makes on the field but some of it is nonsense driven from useless efficiency metrics like yards per target johnson is far from a flawless player but there are true star level attributes to his game and then he has a graphic here of Johnson's route tree. And there are three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten routes that they put on here. All the basics, slants, comebacks, outs, digs, etc. 
and he has their success his success rate on every route. And what you want is green, like Matt always calls it. You want this thing to look like a Christmas tree. Your route tree with the branches, you want them all to be green. Well, every one of Johnson's routes is green, except for the nine route, the go route, which Steelers run a ton of and we'll get to, and the flat route, which they don't run a lot of. And both those are yellow. They're not red. You know, they're both average or slightly above. Everything else is green. His route percentage is also on here. And the routes, and again, he'll get to this, is there, and this is more play calling than, you know, what he's good at, but very few, very few posts, very few slants, very heavy on the nine route, the go, outs, as you would imagine, comebacks and curls. So, and then the last chart he has here is the coverage type, what percent of routes he has there and what percentile success rate he has when they face those type of coverages. So Johnson faced man coverage just under 48% of his snaps. And he was in the 85th percentile in the league. Bigger number, the better. You don't want to be at one. You're going to be at 100. Versus man. Versus zone, he was in the 88th percentile. Versus press coverage, he was in the 84th percentile. So way, way, way above average, no matter how defenses played him. So, okay, let's get back to the text here. Johnson gets typecasted as a slot or flanker option because of his size, and perhaps he ends up taking the latter position now that the Steelers have a prospect on the X receiver axis in George Pickens. That all makes sense to me. But the reality is Johnson has played and thrived in the X receiver spot now for years. Johnson lined up on the outside in 88.2% of his sampled snaps in 2022 and was on the line of scrimmage at 84.5% of his snaps. He's doing the hard stuff. This is the role he's always held in the NFL, and he's able to win at the most difficult spot as a receiver thanks to his pristine route running. So not only is he winning, <clears throat> but he's winning from the most difficult alignment on the field. Simply put, Johnson is one of the best separators in the NFL. He just doesn't fall into a massive target share every year. He earns that volume because he is almost always open. Something I always tell you guys, targets are earned. He gets targets because he's open, folks. Um, here we go. Back to some of the numbers that he showed there versus man, etc. Johnson has hit or cleared a 75% success rate versus man and press coverage for all four of his NFL seasons. The last three seasons alone, he's cleared the 85th percentile in success rate versus man and zone coverage every year. His marks against press coverage are also exceptionally strong, and he's checked in with the second best score of his career in 2022. Again, that was versus press. There is no route Deontay Johnson can't run. There is no area of the field he can't dominate as a route runner. So again, back to that chart I mentioned with his success rate on routes. Johnson has come exceptionally close to posting a full green route success rate chart in back-to-back -back seasons, but has at least posted a league average success rate on all branches of the tree. The only route he's just been cons been consistently just within league average, league average is the nine route. Again, that's a go route. If, if there's one true justifiable critique in his route running is that his lack of blazing speed will get him caught up on straight go routes. But again, we're not talking about a low score here. 
So I think we all know Johnson's not the fastest guy in the league. He runs well, but asking him just to outrun guys on go routes isn't smart. So (laughs) Matt's not a huge Matt Canada fan, which I'm sure a lot of you agree. Don't tell Matt Canada that as his high school offense tasks his receivers with running more go routes than any other attack in the league. However, you'll notice Johnson's route percentage chart was a bit more diverse in 2022 than it was in 2021. To Canada's credit, he did mix up Johnson's route tree more towards the end of the season to mix in more immediate and outbreaking routes. I think we do have to give Canada credit there. It got better. That must He puts that in bold. It must continue, and that expansion in assignment needs to extend to Pickens and other receivers on the roster. Couldn't agree more. Um, We'll take a quick break. We're about halfway through this, and we will get more into Deontay Johnson. All good stuff here. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right. Those Mac Canada route concepts have been the biggest culprit behind the last of the, uh, the lack of statistical efficiency in all their receivers for the last few years, but especially their number one X receiver in Johnson. He gets the most difficult su- coverage and assignment on this overly predictable offense that is drawing dead against cover two defenses with their hitch and go route heavy rotation. Let's hope some of the signs I noticed towards the close of the year are indicators Canada is learning. Let's hope. As mentioned above, Johnson is not a flawless player. His hands, his hands problem is wildly overstated based on an outlier of 2020 drop-laden year, but he'll still let the occasional layoff pass clank off his hands. Can't fight that. He is not, he has drops. There's no doubt. Those moments are extra frustrating because he's capable of winning high degree or difficult targets as shown by a really good contested catch rate. He's similar to AJ Brown in that this regard. People aren't ready for that conversation. Matt Matt makes that joke. Like nobody wants to compare those two, but statistically in his charting, they're not that far off. Here's one thing, and I can't fight him on it, but I want to add one thing to it. The one area Johnson does deserve critiques for his boneheaded plays are after the catch. He's developed a bad habit of reversing field to try to gain yard after the catch and typically ends up losing yardage in this scenario. Johnson was, quote, in space 8.9% of his sampled routes and went down on first contact 72% of those plays. That's not good percentages, folks. He needs to start overrating his athletic ability in space and just get going downhill. Matt's 100% right. This is a flaw in Johnson's game that's gotten worse. I will say the only thing that I will give Johnson a little bit of leeway on is too many of the Steelers' route concepts, and I'm not here just to kill Canada, but, you know, it is what it is, are 
the receivers, comebacks, things like that, coming back to the quarterback. It's very anti-Niners-like where you hit a dude in stride and he can just keep running. You know, it's, it's come back, stop your feet, go make a play. That needs to change with the route concepts as well. But Johnson is to blame. I mean, you can't just be out there on the playground as the best athlete on the field making everyone miss. It just doesn't work at this level. Okay, we'll wrap this up here. Overall, Deontay Johnson just brings so much good to the table and is a true alpha receiver. He lines up in a tr- traditional X receiver, runs a number one wide out, wide out route tree, and most important, separates at an alpha receiver level. Take some of the bad with the immense good in Johnson's game. Players that run routes like he does just don't fail and will always continue to command targets. I'd not only continue to bet Johnson remains on the top of the target totem pole as the number one receiver in Pittsburgh, I have to believe he turns into a truly great statistical season at some point. Perhaps that's this year if Canada continues making necessary tweaks and Kenny Pickett takes a leap. Always bet on route runners. Can't agree with that last sentence anymore. Always bet on route runners. So I hope that gives you guys a little more optimism and a better true view of what Deontay Johnson is as a player. I can't commend Matt's work enough at Reception Perception. Um, one other nugget I mentioned, he's put, he put out a handful of profiles this morning of guys that are Deontay Johnson's age, Debo Samuel, et cetera. And, and one of them, the other one I read this morning, I'll read the rest of them later was DK Metcalf. And I found it interesting while reading through the Metcalf one that it made me think of George Pickens, because here's a little thing. If you go back, I assume you can find these on the site, but you can find the reception perception I did just like this one on Johnson from Pickens about a month or so ago. And a big problem with Pickens was his success versus zone. And it's also a problem with DK Metcalf, who everyone just assumes is a total superstar. And DK Metcalf is a total superstar. But there are some similarities. You know, Pickens and Metcalf have similar games. But here was a little nugget he said about Metcalf that I really think applies to Pickens. So here it is. Metcalf isn't the same separator against zone. He's checked in under the 35th percentile in success rate versus zone coverage in each of the last three seasons. Pickens was right around that number two. I think he was at 33. Again, I mean, you want to be high. You want to be, you know, Johnson's at 85. You know, Metcalf was at 35. Pickens is at like 33. That's not ideal, but also not uncommon for high caliber X receiver types. Young Allen Robinson, AJ Green in his prime, early career AJ Brown, Mike Evans have all profiled in a similar fashion. To be excellent against man and press is less impressive against zone coverage. You know, being excellent against man and press and being less impressive against zone coverage. Well, that's exactly what Pickens is right now at this stage of his career. So it was worrisome reading that about Pickens, you know, his zone coverage metrics, success, et cetera. But it's not as uncommon as I thought, or probably a lot of you guys thought for those type of big on the, you know, X receiver types. So the fact that you can beat man as a DK Metcalf at George Pickens is what you want first and foremost. Hopefully the rest comes. So a little wide receiver talk for you guys. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow over and out. <laughs>